Good morning, Delaware. Hope you're having a great last Friday of June. Hard to believe we're halfway through the year already. Good morning, Nicole. Good morning. It's also hard to believe that we're halfway through our summer reading club. I mean, we hit our halfway point officially the first week of July, but it's almost over. Wow, that's amazing. I know. But speaking of the Summer Reading Club, our guest today is from the County Prosecutor's Office. Our guest is Brandy Orsini, who is the Public Information Officer for the County Prosecutor. Good morning. Good morning, George. Good morning, Nicole. Good morning. I heard uh, Bob and Mark riffing on how fun it is to have the prosecutor involved in Summer Reading Club. Like, children, can you spell indictment? Oh, stop. (laughs) (laughs) I thought that was really funny. I was thinking that, I was reminiscing that the last two times that we We've seen Prosecutor Schiffle in the studio on a Friday. It's been a beautiful Friday. We've been like, oh, what a wonderful day. And then not four hours later, you hear on the news, and a body was found in Alum Creek. And you're like, oh, <laughs> sounds about right. Melissa's, yeah. having, <laughs> Melissa's day started out so nice, and then it just went down so fast. <laughs> so we will be talking about the prosecutor's office role in our summer reading club this year. And which not has bodies. Been delightful. Yes, it has nothing to do with finding bodies in Alum Creek or elsewhere. Um, so, but in the meantime, Nicole, what you been reading? Well, uh, I was inspired by, um, I write a, I I also write a weekly column for the Delaware Gazette that comes out every Saturday. And uh, in this week's column, I was telling a little bit about a partnership that we're doing with, um, Columbus Metropolitan Library and all the other Central Ohio libraries with Gateway Film Center, uh, Center. And they do a from book to film, uh, series that's free on the weekends, Saturdays and Sundays at 1.30. Um, as long as you show your library card, it gets you free admission. And so this summer, um, all of the films that they're doing from book to film are like family favorites, uh, great for kids. And the one that's coming up this weekend is The Witches. Um, It's the 1990 uh, film, The Witches. So the one. Bette Midler. It's uh, Angelica Houston. Oh, I'm sorry. I was thinking of the. The... Oh, you're thinking Witches of Eastwick. Yes. Yeah. Sorry. Okay. (laughs) No, no, that's not a children's book. No. Okay, go ahead. Yeah, this is this is Roald Dahl's The Witches with okay. Angelica Houston, um, also featuring Bill Patterson, Jason Fisher, um, and a handful of other folks make some fun little appearances in it. Um, so it'll be this Saturday and Sunday at one thirty. But The Witches was one of my favorite books as a child. Roald Dahl was my author. Like he wrote things that were just weird enough, just offbeat enough, just spooky enough, but they were still like somewhat based in a reality. I loved James and the Giant Peach. Uh, I loved Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. All of all of anything that was written by Roald Dahl, I ate up as a kid. Well, when I was looking up the book, I found that there was a new um, republication of The Witches as a graphic novel format. And it is um, still the story based in the story by Roald Dahl, but it was put together by Penelope Begu. Did I do it right? I think so, yes. That sounded very good. <laughs> it's uh, Penelope B-A-G-I-E-U. And what Penelope Begu has done is um, she's really the story, as with most graphic novels, is almost completely told in her art. Um, so you get to see whenever the grand... If you don't know the story, the story is, is that there's a little boy. He's lost his parents. He's now under the care of his grandmother. Um, she tells him that she actually has a knowledge 
knowledge of that there are real witches who live amongst us, but you would never know it. And um, it's because their hands are like claws, and so they always wear gloves. Their heads are actually bald, so they wear wigs. And so your tells are you can see them wearing their gloves. You can see um, them itching their scalps because the wigs bother them. That sounds like my grandmother. Um, we'll <laughs> Which see. I could believe she was a well, never mind. <laughs> they also, the cleaner a child smells um, to you and I, um, the nastier they smell to a witch, stinky children. And so, <laughs> and, um, so this boy and his grandma decide that they need to go on a vacation to kind of help themselves get over um, just the loss that he's just recently suffered. And when they go on the vacation, they happen to go to the same place where uh, the witches are having their conference. And the little boy um, gets, uh, gets kind of sucked into their conference by accident mm. and so it's just a really great story and so of course it's whenever the grandma is describing all of the different things that you know y- you might be a witch if <laughs> <laughs> um, it's it's told with the graphic novel um, you know illustrations it's full color um, I got it immediately on uh, Libby so you can go ahead and download the ebook on Libby right now I'm sure there are copies available and there are also plenty of copies available in the CLC. Um, so if you request it today, you'll be able to have it by by Monday. That's great. Yeah. So thank you. You're welcome. So, um, Brandy, you've got something, too, that you read, which actually was featured by the Friends of the Library a couple of years ago. Um, yeah. I know I'm kind of behind, but I just recently read My Dear Hamilton. We would never judge anyone for <laughs> never, <laughs> picking never. up a book if it's one year later or 15 yep. years later. <laughs> We have people who still read Jane Austen and Charles Dickens, so exactly. it's a, no yeah. big deal. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What did you like about it? Um, for me, I just really liked how it really just exposed her grace and her quiet strength that she had in the support of her husband and in in our nation, actually. Mm-hmm. So, um, especially for you know that time when women were silenced so much. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, yeah, it was I enjoyed that book a lot. So and Laura Kamoy, who was one of the co-authors of that book, was a wonderful guest when we had her at the the Orange Library back then. So a lot of uh, firsthand like documentation went into the writing of it. Mm-hmm. Is that right? Is right. It, is it quoted in the book or how does it read? Like a like a fiction or like a? It's definitely historical fiction. I think if I understand it correctly, they took a lot of letters and then kind of built a story around the letters that okay. they had. Mm-hmm. So. Um, I really enjoyed it because it gave me a backstory, right. <laughs> but it had historical facts in it. So I can kind of call on those when my teenagers, you know, want to argue with me about history. So <laughs> right, right. Mm-hmm. I'm like, mm-hmm, I know some things. Your mom knows a thing or <laughs> yeah. two. Yes. I was saying I want to pick it up because Hamilton's uh, coming to Columbus this fall. And as I've been listening to the soundtrack, I, I'm like, yeah, I need to refresh myself on Eliza, especially. <laughs> yes. Fascinating character. Yeah. So, um, Joyce, my leading fact checker, yes. reminded me that the Bette Midler film I was thinking of was Hocus Pocus. Oh, another one where she's a witch. Exactly. Isn't she in Witches? She's not in The Witches. I checked that uh, too. So. Okay, gotcha. Uh, not, she's not in The Witches of Eastwick. I mean, okay. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but anyway, uh, thank you, Joyce, for uh, fact checking for me. She's the best. She really is. You guys are great multitaskers over here. <laughs> oh, look at us. Yeah. <laughs> I actually read a graphic novel this week too. I was working last Friday at the Ostrander branch. And, you know, we're doing our summer reading club is Oceans of Possibility. Uh And this book was sitting out called The Aquanaut. And it has a really fun cover. And it kind of 
tells the whole story of the book, and I'll get to that in just a moment. But the uh, the author is Dan Santat, and oh, I'm not sure I'm pronouncing his name right. That is right. Dan Santat was one of our virtual visitors uh, the fall of 2020 for our virtual Great Geek Fest. That's right. He yes. was. Yes. He, I love his illustrations. Yes. And he's a Caldecott winner, yes. which is given for the best illustrated children's book every year by the American Library Association. An Asian Pacific Islander uh, winner as well. That's another mm-hmm. one by yes. the ALA. Mm-hmm. Indeed. Uh, he won for the illustrations for The Adventures of Beeble, the unimaginary friend. Uh, he also created the Disney Channel series, The Replacements, that mm-hmm. was on during the uh, 20-06 to 09. Uh-huh. Uh, this one opens with a tragedy. It's the uh, the sinking of the Mite research uh, vessel in the Southern Ocean near Antarctica. Uh, lost in the sinking in the ship is Captain Michael Revoy. He's uh, Captain Revoy's brother, who was a fellow researcher on the Miti, survives the sinking and is now caring for Michael's, or Michelle, I guess because it's French, uh, young daughter, Sophia. Um, now we jump ahead several years in the book, and Paul, the brother, is working as a researcher at Aqualand, which is an organization he's founded, which is sort of like SeaWorld. Um, it's kind of got an amusement park feature, but it's also a research facility to research ocean life. Um, the entrepreneur who bought in with him only really cares about the money, and he barely tolerates the research part because it doesn't bring in any money. It's Ugh. just it's just kind of a research. loss leader. Ugh, yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> in the meantime, Sophia is barely scraping along in school, and her only hope for a passing grade in science is to bring her famous scientist brother in as kind of a show and tell for the science fair. Uh-huh. Uh, of course, it doesn't work out that way. Uh, in the meantime, this strange visitor has appeared at Aqualand. It's uh, a stranger dressed in a deep diving suit, an old-fashioned kind of deep diving suit. Uh, doesn't move real well and doesn't seem to know exactly what it's doing. And slowly we discovered that this is actually a sort of a robot that's powered by sea, sea life. There is a, a, a crab there is an octopus, there's a squid, and a sea turtle this is who are actually running this automaton. And they're, they, they're tired <laughs> of humans messing up their world. And they found the log of the Mite, and they heard about this Aqualand, which is supposed to be this great refuge for sea life. So they Aww. built this robot so they can walk on land and get to Aqualand and have their refuge. So many silly references going through my head right now. Oh, it's, it's hysterical. Um, and then they get to Aqualand and discover it's not what they thought it was. <laughs> so, And, in fact, uh, there there's a sequence in the book that is so much like Young Frankenstein. Oh, yeah. That it's hysterical. And it, if you don't have to know Young Frankenstein to get the joke. Uh-huh. But it is, it's, it's just, I saw him thinking, is he going to sing, you know, uh, putting on the Ritz? Right. <laughs> <laughs> um, anyway, the four of them, they're, the, the four creatures who put this together. The first one is Soda Pop, who's a crab who's adopted an empty pop can as his new shell. Yes. Uh, Antonio, who's a blanket octopus, he kind of uh, is the the, um, the pilot. Then there's Carlos, who's a squid who behaves like uh, Star Trek Scotty. He's the engineer. He's the one who actually put this all together. And then there's uh, Jobim, uh, who is a sea turtle, and he's... Um, He's kind of the navigator. Okay. And he's the Sulu character. But if you know your Brazilian music or you know Frank Sinatra, you know that Antonio Carlos Jobim was the person who wrote The Girl from Ipanema and did a couple of albums with Sinatra oh my of gosh. Latin American music. <laughs> so that just that's just a fun little fact, Little too. Easter eggs. Yes, little Easter eggs along the way like that. The crew behaves sort of like the Marx Brothers, basically. They have all these kinds of interactions are crazy. And 
Um, anyway, the crew meets up with Sophia and just realizes that she's the daughter of the, the captain that they got all this information from. And so they kind of bond. And then when the entrepreneur wants to exploit the Aquanaut, it does not go well. Of course not. And hilarity ensues. It's a lot of fun. Uh, this is a good story for readers of any age. The illustrations are great, as you would imagine, from a Caldecott winner. Um, there's enough drama to keep parents and kids engaged, and there's a not-so-subtle environmental message in there as well about not throwing your garbage in the ocean, for God's sake. Right, right. Can, can I take a slight tangent for a second? Sure. There was, um, when when we first got my daughter her Switch, we were looking for just, like, free games that we could download, and one of the games is called Octodad, and I kid you not, it's the funniest game I've ever seen in my life. It is literally about an octopus who is trying to pass on land as a human, and your controls have to <laughs> manipulate his his like <laughs> his boneless body. <laughs> and so he has his eight, you know, all of his eight things. And so he has two tentacles going down one pant leg, two going down the other pant leg, and then the other four going down each arm leg. And part of the controls is you have to like whale his arm to like get him to like move forward and it's hilarious and then the wife and the, there's a wife and a family and they don't know that he's an octopus and so they like go on a nobody visit nobody pays attention no. to dad and, and when he talks it's like <laughs> and whenever they go to like certain like uh, in one of the scenes in the in the game they're like oh she's like honey we're gonna go get dinner tonight let's go to the sushi restaurant and so he's <laughs> <laughs> chopped up and he's like <laughs> it's the funniest and it just reminds me of that but yeah Octodad it's really good for your kids if you have a switch <laughs> well this one I again it has a not so subtle tie in as well to our Oceans of Possibility summer reading club so again it's called The Aquanaut it's by Dan Santat I believe uh, I, I've got the hard copy here but I'm, it's probably available on one or more of our uh online size sources as well. So we are going to take a break here. When we come back, we'll talk to Brandy Orsini about uh, the Summer Reading Club's involvement with the County Prosecutor's Office. So whatever you do, stay tuned. And you're listening to Off the Shelf, sponsored by the Friends of the Delaware County District Library on My 96.7. And that was our good friend Gage Tellus, who is our, our engineer, as always. Great to have you with us, Gage. Good morning. It's good to hear you. So... Randy, so what's happening with the prosecutor's office in the library? And why do we not have to worry about kids having to spell indictment? <laughs> <laughs> the great news is the library is actually picking the books that Prosecutor Schiffel is reading. Mm -hmm. So it's going along with your theme and, <laughs> and the, it has nothing to do with court or crime. I or know. Yep. So I know. Uh, <laughs> so that's the fabulous part. Right. Um, this, this is not one of those sting things where you get you, the prosecutor's office tells people they've won big lottery prizes and they just have to come in and pick them up and it turns Ooh. out all those people have expired warrants right. and they're yes. yeah. and not one of those bunch, things yeah, at there's all. There's a SWAT no. team no. there, no. Nah, no. <laughs> not one of those things at all. No, <laughs> no that's more fun. No. Um, so we've actually already done three branches for the Delaware Library. We have one more to go, um, July 27th. If you haven't seen Prosecutor Schiffel read, you absolutely need to. She's fantastic. She is. She's very captivating. The kids love her. Yeah. So, um, I mean, she does all the motions with them. Like, she's like, let's swim. Let's, yeah. you know. <laughs> so she does a great, great job. Um, she does talk a little bit a little bit about her job and, mm -hmm. and how she tries to keep kids safe and how mm -hmm. it's an important job in the county. And then the kids' favorite part seems to be that we deliver a little safety message and bring a four-legged friend with us. So um, <laughs> I think that, 
that's the really exciting part. So these are these are story times that you've done with us this summer. And like you said, the last one will be on Wednesday, July 27th at 1030 at the Delaware Main Library. Um, and we, we said, you know, in our kind of tease for it that we're bringing an animal friend um, because we know that the prosecutor's office has several therapy animals in your in your realm. So I know that you have two dogs. Yes. And it's actually partnerships we have with the sheriff's office, juvenile court, things like that. We'd love to have a therapy dog in our office. Just Trust for me. the prosecutor's yeah. office. Like, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> but, um, and there's you need actual... a crime-sniffing dog. Yes. You know, you bring like the dog McGruff? in. Like smell... No, the dog sniffs you and decides whether or not you're guilty. Oh. Think of how much you'd save the taxpayers. My dog way. is not very smart. We oh, don't want her to. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, but we also have... Um, a relationship with a therapy pony. So (laughs) what in the world does a therapy pony do? Well, she actually just looks really, really cute. Yes. And we pet her. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Her name is Poppy and she's with the sheriff's office as well. So, um, but yeah, she, we haven't had her out much this summer. We find that um, the therapy dogs are pretty interactive with the kids, but kids do love a horse. A pony. Let's be real. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> so, exactly. Yeah. Well, I met the uh, the therapy dog from the uh, juvenile court the other day at Rotary, Franklin. Franklin, yes. Yeah, he would be there on the 27th. Animal, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we'll have him and Coco on the 27th. Yeah, yes. and I've met Coco recently because Coco was out and about at the um, some of the touch of trucks the yes. Delaware County uh, EMS touch yes. a truck a couple yeah. weekends ago. Yeah. yeah. So. It's, it's a lot of fun. So, yeah. 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 Um, one thing that I want to point out is if... Uh, Anyone who finishes their summer reading can go online and fill out a form mm-hmm. and be entered to win a prize. It's all about prizes, always, right? So um, we want to make sure that you, you know, go to our Facebook page and find that information mm-hmm. or have, have it from the library. I know the library has a QR code that everybody mm-hmm. can scan and go directly to it. So we want to make sure that you're doing that so you can be registered for the prizes at the end of the year. Yeah. You you last year had some pretty great prizes, and then you even had enough kind of like funds left over in your budget so that everyone who even just like entered got something. And that's one of the nice things that is happening regardless this summer, too, is that um, with the Delaware County um, Summer Reading Club, you know, the goal is to read 12 hours. And when you get to six hours, um, we provide um, a cup that is color changing and it's stuffed with lots of coupons and other things like that. But the prosecutor's office has also provided um, a color-changing pencil. Pencil! We yeah. went along with the theme of color-changing, so yeah. <laughs> it's fun. Yeah, it's super fun. And then there's a letter from Prosecutor Schiffel in there, um, again, talking about safety, talking about, we've called it, last year we dubbed it Schiffel's Safety Scholars, which was a really great, I think, um, way to kind of get kids on the on the safe path of learning right from wrong. Yep, mm-hmm. yep, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. You've also got a writing contest, I believe, don't you? We do. We and have two contests. Contest. Yes. Yeah. Um, so for elementary age students, we have a writing contest, which is um, like you be the author mm-hmm. and you write a book. The only caveat is it needs to have a, you know, why are drugs bad for children message with it. Uh-huh. Um, if you want to find any information on that, you can get it from your library or our Facebook page. But at the end, there will be a winner chosen from each location, each library location. Oh, great. And they'll have a chance to have their book published by the prosecutor. So How that's cool kind of fun. How cool is that? Yeah. And then for middle and high schoolers, we're doing a billboard design contest. You can draw, paint, do digital, <laughs> however yeah. however you do your art. <laughs> and um, at August, I think, 15th, the winner's billboard will be displayed in Delaware County. Oh, my gosh. So, do you yeah. already have the location chosen? We do. Can you Can you reveal where it will be? I think, if I remember correctly, it is... 
over on London Road. Okay. Yes, I think. Because there are not actually that many billboards available in Delaware County. There are not, no. People pay for them years in advance. Yeah, so. I think I know I know of one on London Road. It's right after you come in from Liberty Road because I pass it almost every yes. day on my way yeah. to work. Yeah, yeah. I, I think I know the location yeah. you mean, yeah. yeah. Oh my gosh, that would that would be really really amazing. Yeah, so, so someone's art from Delaware County will yes. be on that. Yes, yes, and we're really excited. We can't wait for the submissions to start coming in. So. Right, <laughs> yes, right, and that's for middle and high schoolers. And then you also have, um, let's see, you've got the billboard contest, you've got the book writing contest, we've got the story time, we've got the six hour prize. Tell us, Brandy, like why in general does Prosecutor Schiffel and the prosecutor's office, you know want to want to work with kids why do they want to kind of get this message out there and out there early well i think most people probably know that prosecutor schiffel is a mom herself and has a young daughter um and it's just very important to her to get the safety messages out there and the best way to do that is to start young and do it often right so mm-hmm, mm-hmm. just like pound it into those little <laughs> right? so um and it's just it's very important to her to have that reach with the children um, the other great thing is that the funds that she uses for this are not taxpayer dollars. Okay. They are drug forfeiture funds that we are allotted. So um, I think that's important to share, too, so people know that, you know, she's actually taking money from a bad situation and using it for something good. Right. So, yeah. That is that is a great uh, way to fund something like this. Like I, a I Robin Hood. That. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yep. So that, that that's really cool. I, I have to say I really like working with her. Uh, and I know the... Uh, the, the children's staff, the youth services staff really like working with your office. On I mean, this. I it's know a, a I'm an employee of hers, but I just feel like she's a gem and we're very lucky to have her in our county. Yeah. 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 yeah and if you if you have a moment this summer, you can still pop on to our YouTube page and watch the videos that Prosecutor Schiffel recorded last summer um, with some of those different messages. Um, she had lots of uh, special guests in those as well. But I just thought it was really interesting. There was the, you know, say no to drugs, but there was also like, hey, be careful on on the internet hey yep. don't put all your like maybe don't post your instagram stories of you like committing a crime because that's yep. not great you know <laughs> oh, yeah. we do, like body boundaries and all yes. of that kind of stuff yes just, how to say no just in general just mm-hmm. try to make mm-hmm. it a fun way to get the information out there because it's not something fun to talk about yeah. right no, that. no. Like, the other good one was about uh secrets just in general mm-hmm. like yes. it's not great to like teach kids to keep secrets you know because mm-hmm. that problematic exactly. yeah backfire <laughs> yes, yes uh-huh. definitely so well thank you very much for being here oh, thank and, you for having me please express our thanks to uh melissa for everything that she does with us Absolutely we really do well. appreciate it and uh we you know the county prosecutor is our legal counsel that's and we have had great work working with the the uh, prosecutor's office for the for the more formal part of our relationship <laughs> too our, our our attorney eric penkel is a gem he's oh he's great awesome to work yeah with. Yeah. And uh, we had Mark Fowler before him, and he was also wonderful. So we've been really lucky. So yeah. it's a great office to work with. Oh, good. Thank you. Thank yeah. you. So we got a few things coming up this week as summer reading program barrels forward. That's right. Um, one of the things I am uh, just wanted to point up again, if you were planning to go to see Pirates Lost at Sea at Orange today, you'll have to wait a couple of weeks because that got moved to uh, June 22nd. July. I'm sorry, July 22nd. You got yes. it. Uh, anyway, uh, and instead we're going to have the West African experience with... Uh, Song Betty. I'm glad you can pronounce that because I, you know, I can't yeah. uh, so much on that. <laughs> but this should be a lot of fun because there's music, there's dance, there's going to be a lot of movement. It'll be a lot of fun. And this is really for pre-K through t- uh, grade 12. Anybody who wants to can come to this one. They'll really enjoy it. Mm-hmm. That's at our Orange Branch from 2 to 3 today, Friday. So if you're listening on Sunday, sorry. You missed it. Yep.
you missed it. So. Um, I was intrigued. We have a, um, at the Orange Branch Library, we have a blood drive that's coming up on Tuesday, the 28th. It's uh, from 10 to 3, and you can donate blood. You can um, go online, and you can get yourself registered for that. So that's always a good thing to do if you've got the time and the blood available. <laughs> <laughs> on the inside, hopefully. Yes. Exactly, so, exactly, yeah. yes. We don't want you to do your own draining. So. Also on Tuesday at 2 o'clock at the Delaware Main Library is one of our, we have a whole plethora of magicians who vis- visit us every summer, which, you know, the kids like it and we like it. And so they're going to keep coming back. But Magic Nate is coming on Tuesday. Um, and his style is just so much fun. He does a lot of his magic in like a miming style, a kind of silent show. Um, but he also does, um, he does some teaching and it, he's just a whole lot of fun. He's um, Delaware on Tuesday at 2 o'clock. And then on uh, Thursday at Ostrander, one of our most popular programs, The Art of Henna, mm-hmm. which is a nice way to get little designs on your body from uh, people who are really experienced at this. Uh, you'll learn a little bit about the tradition, and you'll also be able to get a henna design. Yeah. Uh, our friend Renuka will uh-huh. be sharing her expertise, and uh, should be a lot of fun. And that's at Ostrander on Thursday from 2 to 3. 3.30. Yeah, she's come, Renuka's coming a, a number of times this summer, and she's just really casual in her approach. You just kind of sit down, and she just, um, you know, paints, and, and then as you um, as you have that done, she'll just talk to you about, you know, any questions that you have about henna and the art and the history of it. Um, but I want to sing a song of the unsung that's coming up this week. We have an event on Wednesday, the 29th at 2, and um, also Thursday, the 30th at 2. Um, the 29th is at Ostrander, and the 30th is at Orange, and this is crazy but also fun it's called the drain line puzzle challenge (laughs) and this is being put on um by oh i'm gonna it's gonna escape me because it is in a different part of my notes um but basically this i think is amanda Plumbing. i could be wrong i'm sorry if it's not and they kids are gonna actually get to like touch like put their hand down a drain and like be like what mysterious (laughs) things are down there it's not a real drain and there's no like you know garbage disposal there because that's terrifying um but they're gonna like get to actually put their hand out and be like ew this feels gross i wonder why things aren't going down and so they're gonna learn about like they're gonna find out why they're not going down yeah yeah, what sort of things like should never go down a drain and then there's a race to see who can actually like complete the drain line puzzle challenge without springing a leak (laughs) it was brought to us and it just like it makes me laugh so much so yeah that is that's going to be a fun one that you wouldn't anticipate being fun (laughs) (laughs) i was just trying to look real quickly in our uh our newsletter yeah i can't see that one real quickly so anyway uh but we do appreciate it and so uh yeah get moving with summer reading club like as uh as nicole said we're almost halfway through Mm -hmm. and uh time marches on so we will uh be doing that through the end of july uh so make sure you jump in and, and Get involved. We've had a lot of involvement already, uh, but we're always room for more. So, And do all the prosecutor's office challenges. Yes. Yes, please. Please do. (laughs) (laughs) So, Brandy, again, thank you very much uh, for being here. Thank you uh, to the county prosecutor's office for everything you guys do for us. Thank you for having us and partnering with us. We appreciate it. Absolutely. Gage, as always, great work behind the board. We appreciate it. I found the person. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. It's not Amanda. It's emergency plumbing, heating, and air. Thank you, emergency plumbing. (laughs) Sorry, Amanda. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Thanks, Nicole. And we will see you in the stacks.